This is Hallway Digressions, laughs, rants, and musings on life and culture from the Lakewood Park Bible Department. Welcome, everybody, our dearly beloved listeners, whom we love with the entirety of our hearts. This is season two and episode 14. We're coming off a a very lovely episode um, of our last recording, which was right around Valentine's Day, in which we were able to uh, to explore uh, your coloring book. And I think I think I need to ask the question, oh. Brett, that everybody is everybody is wondering because I know I've had students coming up to me asking. Uh, number <laughs> one, are you willing to make photocopies for them? Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Okay. There it is. Yes, he is willing to make photocopies. Hey, no I spent money on this. I need to share it with the world. You were, you were I'm not going to hide this under a basket. I mean, <laughs> no, no, you don't hide that under a bushel. Absolutely not. Uh, um, and then, and then the, the, the very obvious follow up question to that uh, Have you partaken yourself of any colored pencils? <laughs> upon, no, I, you know, I'm pages? a what do I say? Uh, how do I put it? I'm a very, uh, I'm, I'm pretty particular when it comes to my things and I, I like to keep things in pristine condition. And so I, oh, yeah. I, I, I come from the, you know, I want to keep it pure. I don't yeah. want to defile, uh, defile in any way, but yes, you know, I'm glad you brought this up because, um, it, when you started introducing the episode, it just reminded me, I need to bring it in so you guys can see it like in person. Yeah. And uh, um, I did bring it up in one of my classes yesterday and said, you guys, you, you've got to see this. So I need to bring it in. I, I need an electronic. I feel like I need an electronic version of, yeah. of all oh, the yeah. pictures because I, I would love to be posting them on Facebook. Yeah. And you know uh, let's, let's spend some time scanning those puppies in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. So, so yeah. yeah, if, if I scan, that means so probably to, to, for best quality, what I'll have to do. Here's, here's what I need to do. I need to go out and purchase a second one because one yeah. of them has to stay yeah. pristine. One is collectors. Yes. Collect, there you go. Collect, yeah. You the other one is, <laughs> is using to it the way it was intended. Yeah. So, so what I need to do, if I'm going to scan it, if I'm going to do it correctly, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to, with a probably an exacto knife, I'm going to have to go in and I'm going to have to oh, find sure. a cut. Yes. It, so I can remove the pages from the uh, the cover yeah. and then put them through to scan correctly. Right. And uh, then it'll be a good electronic. Yeah. You, you know what? Um, maybe to uh, put a little bit of a biblical flair on it, maybe we could um, scan these and send them send them up into the cloud that they could have an eternal life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard. Uh, Jared Jewell is looking for uh, peer tutorship, Ooh. so perhaps <laughs> this is a perhaps you could use him. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick, you bring up an excellent point, and I would like to maybe just uh, this just popped in my head as you were talking. Can we make him the Bible department lackey? Mm. <laughs> like, I would love Disciple. for him to, to just his days are dedicated to doing our bidding. <laughs> like make an electronic version of my crush and color yes. uh, book you, you need to spend the next hour scanning shirtless dudes from the 90s <laughs> that or denzel washington wearing a hawaiian shirt sitting yeah. on the beach yeah. or uh in his office in the uh the oval office as obama <laughs> That may be just desserts right there. Yes. 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 So Jared Jewel, we know you're listening 
if you like the offer that we're extending to you, uh, you go ahead and you shoot us an email and we'll, we'll push through the white paper that we need to. Um, and the white paper, and the red tape, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is that we need to push through, we're going to push through it to make this happen. He, he can um, have like a ministry or where he like helps ministries. <laughs> Why well, I just thought of this. It could be called jewels for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh yes oh well that's, that's i gold. think i think we can also uh, go ahead and put on the table that uh he can have his choice of of diet soda um yeah. hey one per for day those, for those sugar cookies that uh, the ice for sugar the, cookies yeah, yep absolutely right. we'll exchange yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right yeah yeah uh so Great, great. We're off to a really great start here, guys. I'm feeling really positive about this. Let's keep the momentum here. Um, last week, we showed up for uh, one partial day. It was one day. It was two-hour delay. Yes. And um, I want to hear from you guys. You got four days of home in the snow. What'd you do? How'd you, how'd you spend your time? When you weren't crunched well, behind a computer screen... Right. Right, meeting, I mean, meeting every need of, uh, since, of our, of our since we are contracted, you know, during our contracted hours to only be checking emails and, uh, you know, you hit refresh every 30 seconds. We click refresh. That's right. I, I couldn't get out of my responding to hours. every that's whim what? of the students, right? Yeah, oh, that's right. We're awful. You know, I, I to, for me, honestly, I get so uh, it, I was just thinking about this on the way home today. I finally feel like I'm back in the um, mode for school. Yeah, it's I don't know why it's just and it's always it's it's been something I've always struggled with. I, I can be a very homebody. And so uh, uh, last week just kind of got me in home mode and cave in mm -hmm. mode, you know, and so it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> this was a rough week. I feel like uh, we were just kind of, you know pushed off the the pier and you know don't know how to yeah. swim because we had no two hour delay on monday yeah. or anything and it was just you like dive oh, back into a nine to five <laughs> i know i'm like seriously expect me to work like a normal a full 40 day? this week Jeez. yeah should we at least ramp up to that <laughs> it was it was hard so we we came in and we uh you know because it's me with the girls and um uh doing hadley's e-learning and doing my stuff and uh you know but then there's the times of uh uh watching shows with them and uh disney disney plus still yeah, and yeah so you know it so it, it was good i got in some reading but not as much as i wanted to i, mm. I told you guys i've been reading that roger or uh uh live not by lies and i should be a lot further along than i am right now so i need to get back in because it is good stuff but yeah, yeah so just kind of yes. you know caving in and uh sure Oh, one thing I was doing, which was kind of cool. I would, so, cause you know, I like to get up and go run early, like at the gym. And so it was awesome to be able to uh, just be there and just, mm. you know, getting the hopes up, like, you know, call it, cancel it. And then knowing you yes. can, you, cause you're all tired and you get to go back home and uh, yeah. not go back to bed, you know, just no. get, on the, get on the computer and no. get to work. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah, if I could, let me upload some extra credit for these kids. If I could, if I could have gone back to bed, that would have been nice. Wink, huh. wink. But yeah. Let me, let me put up a bonus lecture that <laughs> won't go towards their grade at all. It's just because we love them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick, how about you? Do you, uh, did you get anything in? Did you get some relaxation time? Did you get to put your, uh, yeah. your feet up while you? Yeah, a little bit. Computer? You know, when I wasn't uh, in the hospital, 
Ooh. with Luke. So yeah. uh yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah, that was a couple days uh yeah. there. But uh when I wasn't doing that, I did uh yeah, get to relax a little, get to go sledding with the kids a little mm. bit. So yeah. that was a lot of fun. We found that we've been going to um Shove Park since we're closer there now. So uh they have a good hill on the back of the uh the driving range that they have there so that was a lot of fun and um and uh restarted uh breaking bad so uh <laughs> <rewatched> season <laughs> one so uh yeah 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 thinking about how you would biblically counsel each of those uh characters yes, surely, absolutely surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's called yeah. that's called discernment kids when that's you went right. sledding did you, you guys use like a handcrafted toboggan like that you have put together or uh <laughs> seriously i was gonna say i was gonna wonder if you were out chopping wood at all because do you guys right. do, do you have a fire do you do fireplace or like wood burner uh we we did have a wood burner at our old house nice uh so now we have a fireplace that was one of my like must-haves in the new mm. place and just ha don't have the money quite yet to uh, put in a wood burner. So, but eventually that's coming. So, yeah, yeah nothing so, feels that mm -hmm. feels so good during the, the winter and mm -hmm. the smell. Yeah. And uh, when it's yeah. 80 degrees in the house, it's fantastic. So, <laughs> to, I'm, I'm going to do a series of puns here <laughs> for you to be able to sit by and to leaf through mm -hmm. the pages of your Chip Goodwood next <laughs> to your wood, your wood burner. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goodness, <laughs> that is a portrait being painted yeah. in my imagination right now, and one oh, yeah. that I would like to just screenshot. <laughs> and like mm -hmm. you know, you've got your—I uh, don't know what what what's what's he drinking in his mug? It would be some kind of a, like an herbal mm. tea, and then you've got a bowl of uh, trail mix that you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with just with just with just bark in it, right? Oh. It's just like yeah, 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 and, and you it, know, it's, it's red, really. It's literally stuff you pick up off the trail. Yes, so that's, there you that's, go. Yeah, good. Actual, people, when actual they come over, they're like, that you're cracking open. <laughs> yeah, yes, there you go. People <laughs> come <laughs> over and they look at it. They're like, well, that's a bowl of potpourri. You're like, no. <laughs> you can just start <laughs> munching on it. <laughs> Nay. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. Oh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fellas, um, it, we, we, should, we should do a little episode pivot here. Um, and, uh, and I know this is going to be a, a sorrowful turn for us and not in a tongue in cheek way, way in which, in which it normally is coming from us, but, um, we feel, uh, a level of responsibility to speak on a particular topic, um, that has, has come to light in the last couple of weeks. And, um, there's a lot of voices talking about it. A lot of blogs being written about it. Um, so much so that I, that I don't want to talk about it because of, the sensitivity of this this issue to, to my life and i'm sure for you guys too i i don't want to talk about it um but we decided that we should um because this podcast um has has done an episode as a as a tribute to ravi zacharias when he passed away and and that episode um is is our most listened to episode it actually doubles wow. the second uh most listened to episode and so um, because of that, um, because we have said things on this show um, as, as tribute 
we feel a level of responsibility in light of, of things that have surfaced um, to, uh, to maybe talk once more about this. And so uh, maybe I'll just do a quick summary and then I'll, um, I'll uh, turn it over to you guys to uh, uh, hear, hear some of your thoughts and, and hear from you, because um, I, I know this is going to be a difficult one for all of us. Uh, but uh, Ravi Zacharias, a leading apologist, Christian thinker, um, has traveled the globe, been to numerous universities defending the faith. Um, and, and what's, I think, unique about this case is he's a guy who rolled in all the good circles. Um, you know, sometimes we get like these fringe guys that are all about their name and kind of just wacky on some theology. Uh, you, don't, you don't get tremendously surprised when scandal hits. But he's a guy that had a great reputation for a very long time um, and, and ran in some solid circles. Uh, in light of, of some recent um, uh, just information, it sounds like maybe there were some conversations that were going on um, about just some questioning that kind of maybe got swept under the rug from, from uh, the masses like, like us here. Uh, but it, it did come to light uh, that he was involved in a number of um, sexually immoral uh, activities, um, a lot of them. And, uh, and, and, and I'm going to ask you guys as, this question as well. But for me, I'm just going to go ahead and answer it first here. This first prompt is one of the things that makes me most angry about this situation is that um, his position as a Christian leader and the gospel was used um, to take advantage of women, um, saying things like, you know, you're going to undo my gospel ministry and, uh, you know, just stuff like that. Um, if, so that, if you tell, yeah, if you, if you right. tell on me, it'll, it'll, uh, therefore you can't speak out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so there's just a lot of using Christ and the faith as manipulation and coercion. And, um, and so that man, that was heartbreaking stuff when, uh, you know, a, a few months back, I mean, kind of a while back, I guess, it, the allegations were out there, and I held out hope that they would be unfounded. Um, then it looked like around, I think, December-ish that maybe there was legitimacy to this. And then a couple of weeks ago, the the actual document was released of the of the findings by the um, the investigation yeah. group. And so, um, yeah, for me, heartbroken, and then and then I think I think really upset as well. Um, what share with share with us guys um, uh, either either one of you initial responses uh, what what kinds of things just went through your mind when when things started to break a couple weeks ago you know I um, I first uh, came to was introduced to Ravi back in uh, 2004 both uh, through his writings and, and personally, I got to meet him mm. when uh, we brought him in uh, as a speaker to, uh, to a group of people, to about 2,000 people at Penn State. Uh, and a bunch of Christian groups had, you know, pulled together to bring him in. And uh, he was kind of, how do I put this, uh, kind of like the, the, the originator of my love for apologetics. Mm. Uh, he, he was the reason why I started down that path of reading apologetics books and ultimately right culminating in my master degree in apologetics. And, um, 
So, you know, I said to my wife um, that it, I, I don't even know if I can express uh, how upset I was by this. Because mm. um, I saw him as kind of the epitome of what an apologist was and, and other professors, even, you know, at, at Houston Baptist, where I did my master's degree, other apologists, professional apologists would speak of him as, you know, what is it about Ravi that just people are so attracted to and so mm -hmm. drawn to? And, and we had that conversation uh, during, like after my graduation meal, when we all got together and just were talking. And so this was the kind of person he was even, you know, not, not just in, 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 you know, churches, but in, you know, academic circles. And um, so it's just unbelievable to me that, uh, that this is, is true of him. Yeah. Yeah. Brett, how about you? Yeah. Uh, Nick, yeah. Th you know, it, <clears throat> Um, I, well, I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's just always so much and there's so much to say. And I just, first off, you know, you guys know, I, well, my first initial response when I first started hearing about these things were, yeah, it's probably not true. And, um, you know, I, I heard the first story I heard, it was somebody up in Canada who evidently had also claimed another pastor had abused her and, um, so, you know, that's kind of my first initial response. And, um, you know, and I, I, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't publicly or, you know, whatever, go out and defend him right away. I guess, you know, we need to be cautious and be careful and wait till more information comes out. Um, so I, I do want to say this. I, I think um, it, you, you guys know how things work. It's always like we want to be at this extreme or at this extreme. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, to go after it now, I don't know everything that RZIM, his, his organization knew or people close to him or whatever, but, um, you know, seeing some articles already, you know, uh, just condemning the people around him for questioning, you know, the, the abuse, you know, victims. Well, uh, I think, that, you know, to a certain degree, we don't want to rush into judgment. We need to figure things out and there needs to be investigation and looking in because on, on one, on one side of the coin, we could say, well, yeah, you know, you got to believe all survivors and things like that. But on the other side of the coin too, because we are in a fallen world, the abuse happens, but also because we're in a fallen world, lies happen too, you know? And so we, we need to be careful. And, mm -hmm. and so, um, I am grateful that his group did come forward and, and were honest, uh, you know, and tried to be transparent, whether or not it was too late. I don't, you know, I don't know. It depends on how much they knew for certain before, were they hiding things? You know, I, I just don't know that, but yeah, my first initial thoughts guys were that. And then when it came out, the, the realization that, okay, this happened and it was bad and there's even more stuff that, was even worse, you know, that they weren't, they didn't release. And so <clears throat> I know I shared with you guys. And so let me share, I guess, just with, uh, with our listeners that, um, personally for me, I, I just had to take his books off the shelf. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And in fact, <laughs> they can't see, but there's an empty spot right here. He was top, you know, I know it's kind of metaphorically, but top shelf mm-hmm. stuff, man. You know, he yeah. was, uh, his, his stuff were right on the top shelf of my apologetic section. And uh, I, I had to take him off. And I, and I know we can say, well, you know, all truth is God's truth and, and things like that. But I think what I had shared with you and I've tried to work, work through this in my own mind and share with Brittany, for me, when I'm reading a book, especially on that subject matter, I'm being discipled. Like you said, you, you guys already said, I, I'm being discipled by this older uh, brother or sister in Christ. And, and uh, they are um, teaching me and, and I'm hearing from their heart mm. and, and um, <laughs> knowing this now, it's like, I can't uh, in the right mind, I guess, sit under their teaching that is coming from their their heart in a sense anymore or Robbie's heart and uh um so I I you know I'm I'm not gonna really use and promote his stuff anymore and uh, that's just where I'm at with it uh yeah well that's uh, a that's a good point that you bring up Brett is uh you know I think it's worth discussing you know what does it look like to respond to his wealth of information his clear and succinct arguments and things like that I mean uh, for me, you know, I, I've been grappling with this because I've been formed in ways that I can't undo in light of this. You know, um, there's there's stuff that comes out when I teach that's mm-hmm. his stuff, you know, but it's 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 worked itself into my framework of of, you know, understanding and, and things like that. So uh, I, I can't undo the way that he has affected me and impacted me and formed me. Um but I, I would, I, I don't know that I would ever recommend his book, you know, to someone again. And um, yeah, yeah. And, and, or, or, you know, even quote him, you know, and, you know, you talk about the books on, on our shelves and, you know, I've got one from him. I, Isaac, take thee Rebecca, you know, his book on yeah. marriage and, you know, just what a, what a contradiction mm-hmm. as it sits now. And so um, Nick, Nick, uh, you know, we, you know, Brett mentioned there, I, I just threw in a little two cents. Where, where are you standing with a response to his books, his works, um, the information that you received from him? What's it look like to respond in this? Yeah, I also took his books home. I didn't quite come to the point of throwing them out yet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, cause you know, like you said, in the sense that his arguments, are still valid. You know, Jesus among other gods is an incredible book. Mm. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, sexuality or marriage, but, but it's still just, and I, and I think here's the, here's the difference is that here's a man who never, who never repented when he was confronted, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, ostracized and, and on his uh, deathbed, right on his deathbed, he has a chance to get things right before he goes to see Jesus. Yeah. And, and the fact that it didn't happen even then, man. Yeah. I struggle with that. And used and used his position of a spiritual leader to groom people for mm. this, for these things. Mm. Um, and I, and I, and man, I just, my goodness, you wonder how long it has gone on. And I mean, they, they didn't even look into the things that he had, a you know, an apartment in Bangkok of all places that he would spend, you know, time there alone. Like, wh- where is his wife? Why? 
where's the accountability for the, that's where I hold the ministry responsible. Like right. they never, they never, they let him use his own personal devices that had no accountability. He had no accountability for months on end. He, you know, like my pastor actually, you know, said something about this. Like when, when he comes to the ministry and says, Hey, I got this investment opportunity and, you know, in massage parlors, where, where are the leaders saying, uh, no, that has yeah. so many bad connotations. Yeah. We'll, you know, give us your money. We'll invest it and we'll take care of that. You keep preaching the gospel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I, you know, from this, you know, I think, man, just time and time again, guys, we need, you know, accountability in mm. our lives. And if anything, that has been the lesson, the repeated lesson you know, to me is that I need, you know, men in my life that'll tell me, Nick, you're being an idiot and you need to repent. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, well, a couple of thoughts, you know, and, and I fully agree. Yeah. That's a couple of thoughts in what we're saying about his, how he's shaped us. And, and I, I know this is stating the obvious, but you know, that is, uh, that is just God working his good. And, um, you know, here's somebody that, uh, is, is living that way. And, and, but, um, you know, God is still taking that because that's what he does in his sovereignty is even bad choices and even just Mm -hmm. downright evil. And he uses, and he, and so look at all the good that he, that God is doing with that. Um, so, so that's a, a really cool thing, but you know, yeah. one, one, one other thing too, I, um, Luke, this, uh, what you had sent us from Russ Moore. So enraged by Robbie part one, and then enraged by Robbie part two, boy, I'll tell you what guys, what I have been struggling with so much was who was the real Ravi. Yeah. And he really be uh, genuine. He has the Holy spirit within him and, and be doing this stuff for so long. And, and, and even to the extent of uh, using his position, you know, like you've already described, and that has been the hardest thing for me because, and it's part of my personality, I guess, but the black and white, you know, it's got to be one or the other. And, mm. and um, I'm, I'm finally, you know, reading this, it helped me to remember again, the flip side of um, evil and, 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 maybe it very well could be, you know, that he, and I'm not saying it, this was for certain, but what I, I just couldn't see is how could he, how, how, how could he be fake the whole time? It's a possibility. And, and so here in Russell Moore, it's, uh, you know, when he's talking about the, the, the sheep among, you know, coming in wolf, wolves clothes, or I'm sorry, the wolf coming in sheep's clothing, and, and maybe, you know, it's like, wow, maybe it was to that extent that mm-hmm. Paul was really talking about. And it's like, oh, yeah, we really are that fallen and, and, and sinful. And, and, and it could very well be that uh, he was this total wolf among the mm-hmm. sheep. And, and it, it just came in such a I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, yes, deception really is that deceptive yeah. and powerful And, and, and so uh, I'm, yeah, just that, I guess that reminder, um, 
you know, and I, I do want to say one thing. I'm not, well, I, I guess it's never mind. I'll, I'll save it for later. It's, it, it would take it a different way, but so I guess it helped settle in me a little bit. Um, it is possible. I'm not saying it was, but it is possible that maybe he wasn't, um, yeah. Saved, you know, and he really was a genuine wolf. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up even, you know, the, the, the redeeming point in, in such a awful story um, that, that God is still able to work things for good, even when men intend them for evil. Um, and, and Russ Moore in, in that article, and maybe we can link these in the show notes, um, these articles, they might be helpful for some folks, but um, you know, he says Judas was part of those disciples who were sent out to preach the gospel. And yeah. I mean, it, it, it could be assumed that people started following Jesus because of Judas's ministry as a disciple of Christ. And yet he's the one who would betray Christ and send him to the cross. And, uh, you know, it makes me think of uh, Philippians, you know, chapter one, also referenced there. Where Paul says, you know, some are preaching out of pretense and for gain. And I'm, you know what? I'll rejoice that the gospel's going out there. But the Lord is judge. Lord is judge. Very and, helpful. Um, he said, yeah, I think that was moved, helpful. One, the, just to quote it, predators often move forward by hiding behind mimicked truth. Mm. Predatory filmmakers proceed by learning how to make good films. Predatory politicians go forward by honing political skills. Fraudulent, fraudulent religious leaders often peddle false doctrine, but some of them also traffic in true doctrines by which they have not personally been transformed. Yeah. Yes. Wolves often come with false doctrine, but that does not mean that wolves are limited to the flocks that tolerate false doctrine. And yeah. infiltrating a sheep pen, a wolf will come in in the skin of a sheep, not that of a goat. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. And that's, I mean, well said there uh, by Russ Moore. Russ and, Moore. And I love how he comes around to say, though, the truth isn't true or false based upon yeah. the preacher of the truth. The yeah. truth either is, it, it ontologically is true or not true, objectively, yeah. um, it, not because of the one who says the truth, but because it is bound up in God himself. And, uh, and so even when false men speak truth, that truth remains true. And so, um, so yeah, I, th I think that was uh, a helpful, helpful point. Uh, let me ask you guys one more question. We'll just like, just a real quick um, okay. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. We'll wrap it up here, you know, and, uh, and maybe just, maybe that's just best that we, uh, that we're just able to articulate these things out loud, um, in light of, uh, former episodes. And, uh, if any of our students want to, want to have more of a conversation, I know all three of us would talk more at length about it in our processing through it. So, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap it right there as a, as a conclusion to the, the sorrowful episode.